Hey, welcome back, Somerville, to the Somerville Advice Givers Show, where we connect you with the advice you need for when life happens. I'm your host, Yaden Smith, and this week we have Stephen and Megan with Creative Consulting Nexus joining us on the podcast. Welcome to the show, y'all. Hey, it's great to be here. Uh, so I know uh, Stephen and Megan, we met uh, a couple weeks ago at a local networking event. Mm-hmm. Y'all do... Y- y'all do all sorts of stuff. I mean, basically, <laughs> to, to summarize, Reader's Digest version is like a, a marketing agency, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So first off, I would ask, what's the difference between marketing and advertising, right? You know, I think, I think there's a lot of confusion. People are like, oh, you do, you, so you write ads, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Megan, yeah. Stephen? That is, that is one of the things that we do. You know, it, I think uh, Darren Gertis at Charleston Southern really put it very well that marketing is the plan as a whole. Okay. Advertising and advertisements are just a part of that plan. Okay. When you sit down and you think about your marketing, you're looking at the overarching picture on how to make something happen, how to reach a certain goal where you can use advertising as a tool to make that happen. So like, I guess the way that my brain works is I would think about it like strategy versus tactics. Mm-hmm. Marketing is the strategy. And the specific ad that you write is a tactic you use that fits in with that marketing strategy. Yeah, that's pretty close, yeah. Yeah, okay, there we go. At least, mm-hmm. least, least I'm somewhere in the ballpark. <laughs> well, you know, as, just kind of start with your story. How did y'all get to where you are with Creative Consulting Nexus? You know, what, what, what prompted its creation? You know, What's it, your background? Sure, you know, that sort of sure. Thing. Well, um, both of us are graduates from Charleston Southern. Okay. Uh, so we graduated from there, uh, good Lord, a long while ago. Um, <laughs> and whenever I went out and about, and I started working for other marketing firms because I've always had a big passion on helping companies grow. Yeah. Um, I started recognizing a trend, and that was that a lot of marketing firms are very focused on themselves. They're very focused on their bottom line. And it frustrated me. So I would leave a marketing firm, go to the next one, and have the same experience. Uh, finally, I got a chance to sit down with Megan and voice my concern with this, my frustration. And she said, well, listen, she won't admit this, but this is how it went down. Uh, she said, listen, I'm so much better at design than you are. I'm so much better at marketing (laughs) than you are, (laughs) but (laughs) I prefer to sit in my chair with my coffee in my PJs and get all the work done. And you like to go out and talk to people. So for the time being, while you're looking for a new place to, to really call your home, why don't you go out and do that? And I said, hey, this is great. You mean I can get to go out and talk to people all the time and then I don't have to do the work myself? Oh, perfect. Um, and the dynamic duo was right. formed. It, exactly. And, you know, now we're three years later. And it's been an amazing experience. We were actually friends for some time before this initial conversation. And Stephen was the ultimate uh, pain (laughs) in my life. Um, (laughs) He was the kind of person that um, was so outgoing and so extroverted that I wanted nothing to do with him. But he was very determined to be my friend. And... uh, Eventually more. And like it, it was a, uh, an adventure from the start, really. Um, in class one day, he had actually complimented my artwork. And I'm like, okay, you, you can sit down now. You can talk to me a little bit. <laughs> and um, he figured out that was the end. So he, he started talking to me about design work. And we partnered up on a lot of projects. 
And it was kind of from there that we figured out that Stephen had this creative dream, this creative power, but struggled when putting it on the on the computer on paper, you know. And so I would go, "Oh, you mean like this?" And I would put it together, right? And we we kind of formed it from there. So we, we figured out that we had a good team already with the way that we work together. Mm-hmm. So three years yesterday, mm-hmm. and this is today is the entry of year four. Yes. Correct. Oh, congratulations! Thank, Thank you, you very much. It you know it. I have to be honest, as the owner, and I think this is the owner's job, it, it has nothing to do with me. And, mm-hmm. you know, Megan has so much more to do with it than I do. But it really is our team. You know, our yeah. team working every single day, day in and day out, to really make our clients have better, you know, have a better understanding of what marketing is. That's what's done it. You know? Nice. It really has. So what's, what, what, what does a client, like... What does a client of a marketing firm look like? So, and, and that's the thing is that there, it all depends on what your niche is. It all right. depends on where you're trying to go. You know, with us personally, we, we look for clients that always say the same thing. And the number one question is, hey, I'm, I'm going to grow next year. And we always ask them, well, how are you planning on doing that? Mm-hmm. And if they don't have an idea, if they don't know what they're planning on doing to reach I'm that gonna work next twice level, as hard. Yeah. And, and that's great. But it'll only get you so far if you don't have a plan. Right. There's only so happen. many hours in a week. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And we all have the same amount of hours. So right. we all have to work together to reach that next level. And those are the people that we really look for. Those people that are driven to reach that goal, but they don't know, they don't know how to do it. Nice. Nice. Well, let's, let's, keep, let's keep charging forward straight into the advice giving section. Sure. So you know, as experts in your field, marketing, college graduates living in Somerville, you know, what are some pieces of advice that you can share with the audience and just help people improve their lives? Megan, how, how, about, you, how about you start? Um, well, let's see. So day, my daily routine as far as what I manage and what I work on with people are primarily the, the behind-the-scenes work. So social media management, website, and design projects. You know, our team, as we've said, does a lot of, you know, a lot of the work with me. They really are amazing. Um, but as far as, like, general tips and things that I could give... Um, the most prominent ones that come to mind for me would be social media management mm-hmm. and things that people can do with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's on the social webs. <laughs> right. And you wouldn't believe how many people come to me or have one-on-ones with me and they say, I just, I'm not technology. Like I, I can't do it. I'm, I'm technology intolerant or something, mm-hmm. or I'm allergic yeah. to computers, you know, those kind of funny sayings. But um, I always tell them, if you put me on top of a, a mountaintop and you told me to ski, Today, I'd probably fall down, break my bones, end up in a coma somehow, and be in the hospital for days, maybe weeks or months. Like you I'm not, I am not a skier. I, yeah. I am in no way <laughs> equipped for that. And you know, if I took lessons, I could learn, but I'm not going to. But at the right. same time, you know, it's it's about what you are learning. You have the capability to learn how to do it. Um, so, just basic management tips would be. Uh, making sure that if you if you are a business owner and you're in this area, it is a very local town, and it is so important to people when you tag their business pages in the post that you make. So if you go to the farmer's market, take the ah, extra step okay. to take a picture, make a post, appreciate and tell them how much you appreciate their, their products and their services because it takes a lot of effort to be a business owner. It yeah. takes a lot of effort to go out there 
and sell something. And so if you, you take a moment to go, you know, I really appreciate this particular person's products, tag their Facebook page, maybe take a selfie with them, maybe even take a picture of you using the product later on. So I use, I use the farmer's market example. I, I actually go to the farmer's market every, every weekend. I go, every Saturday, yep. definite have to on my family's <laughs> list. <laughs> I think I've seen you a couple times. Yes. Well, that's because we are there every Saturday, rain <laughs> or shine. The only reason we're not there is if we're not in town. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I, uh, one thing that I really love is whenever I get uh, produce, I'll take it home, and if I make something with mm-hmm. it, I'll take a picture of the of the recipe or the final product, and then tag every single one of the tag all the vendors. Right, you tag know, all I the vendors. I saw that the other day as I was on Facebook. Y'all tagged Russell. Yeah, mm-hmm. Russell. And mm-hmm. whatever you whatever the sausage. some sausage yes. dish that you're making, right? It yeah. was a, a chicken and kielbasa stew, yeah. and it was very good. Russell is so awesome. I mean, you can't go wrong with anything from no. Sunny Cedar. No, no, you cannot. No. Good, good meat, good I, meat. I, I keep going after him. It's like Russell. We need to we need to have you as a guest on the show. Even though you're from Sumter, but it's like you're at the Somerville Farmers Market. So yeah. we need you here. Got to represent. I, I like that. I like that piece of, you know, just simple technical thing. Tag a business owner mm-hmm. in your post. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Um. You, you know, I think, I think for me, I think something uh, that I find that a lot of people really have a misunderstanding of when it comes to marketing is... I sit down with people and I know Megan as a co-owner of the company, you'll understand this too because you sit down with people just as much as I do. Um, when we sit down and we ask people, okay, who's your target audience? Who's your target audience? Anybody who can walk. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you always hear. Yeah. That is what you always Anybody hear. with skin. Yes. Anybody doing this. Anybody doing that. That's always the answer you get. Right. Of course. And Anybody that's- doing fill in the blank. Right. Mm -hmm. And that is 100% not true. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not the case. And I always counter, I say, okay, so, you know, if a three or four year old walks in the door, you can sell to them, then they're going to buy your product. And they go, oh, well, no, no. And I'm like, okay, then it can't be everyone. Right. You can't have it. When you're talking about your target audience, the more focused you can be, the more cutting everyone else out that you can be where you focus on one niche market the easier it's going to be to reach them. Mm-hmm. So I always tell yeah, people, totally true. I say, look, if you're going to, when you do your marketing, find one target audience, your perfect client, the exact person that you want to deal with for every single client forever, focus on them. You're never going to count everyone else out doing marketing. Right. But if you focus on one audience, on one target, Doing it that way will allow you to have more and more of the clients that you actually want, not just a client in general. Mm-hmm. And that's when you really start to succeed in your marketing. When every person that's calling you and walking through your door are the clients that you actually want to have. Right. Uh, even even just like if you're if you run your business strictly on referrals, I know from books that I've read and trainings that I've been a part of, the the narrower you communicate to people what you're looking for, the easier it is for them to find it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Of course. If you just say, well, you know, anybody who's looking and anybody who has a business is like, dude, everybody I know has a business. Mm -hmm. Right. You say like, I'm looking for real estate attorneys with a single office. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you know what? I have two friends that fall into that category. Exactly. Exactly. Let me introduce you to them. Yeah. 
instead of, I have too many people I know mm-hmm. to just like, hey, do you guys need a marketing agency? Do you guys need a marketing agency? Yeah. Good stuff. Excellent. Oh, yeah. All right, y'all, keep going. So I actually have something that ties into that, what yes. you were talking about. Um, there's, a, there's a recent um, YouTube account I've started following, and it goes into, it's technically from Canada, but it's a, a marketplace a YouTube account where they study different aspects of things and they, they do these statistics and analytics and things and it really shows interesting information. One that I watched the other day was about grocery stores and how people are marketed in grocery stores and how like they how you make the decision to shop. Mm-hmm. And what they did was they had a headset that they, they put on test subjects that went through the store and shopped and they saw that if they were given too many options, if they were given too many things that were scattered about and weren't clear, this is what you need right mm-hmm. here, this is for you, that they had a level of frustration rise in, in their emotion. But if it was, you are a, a female, you need to make chicken tonight, here is some seasoning that goes great with chicken, they right. had an immediate... Um, increase in, in their happiness level and their satisfaction level and were very, very, uh, more, they were more prone to selecting that product mm-hmm. than if they were to just go through the aisle and select something out of a, a variety of options. I got to cook supper tonight. What am I going to do? You know? Mm-hmm. you know, I've heard of the term analysis paralysis mm-hmm. and I, I, my, my favorite example that I use personally of this is when I was in youth ministry back in the day. We would occasionally take the whole youth group to Baskin Robbins. Now, I don't think we have a Baskin Robbins in Somerville, but no, they have like, so. it's like, you know, it's an ice cream shop, 31 flavors. In and their logo. Yeah. 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 31 is in the logo. I mean, yeah. But it'd be crazy because, you know, with so many different flavors, you have to try like 12. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, why are you trying 12? We all know you're going to get cookies and cream anyway. <laughs> right? Right. As opposed to like Garen's Pharmacy on the square, they have like six. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you, if you just narrow it down to like, hey, we're having ice cream. You can have vanilla, strawberry, or chocolate. Which one do you want? Oh, I know exactly which one I want. Right. right. And I'm happy. And that mm-hmm. satisfaction, that immediate uh, capability to choose right. and know what you want and receive it, it has much more, a higher satisfaction rate than anything else. Yeah. You're, instead of here, you got a hundred zillion. It's the same thing with TV, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a thousand channels. It's like, I don't even know what to do. You'll say nothing's on. I don't know what right. to do. There's nothing on. <laughs> as opposed to, you know. Back when, I guess, there were just like three channels, ABC, CBS, NBC. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, there's only three shows on. Let's pick one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, when you're discussing the paradox of choice, it's, it's so fantastic to look at the ideas of what works best for the consumers. You know, right. And the idea really boils down to if you have between three and five choices, people are much more happy than if you give them an a la carte of 15 different things. Or right. if you only give them one choice. That frustrates them as well. So I guess with that, would you agree that a three to five choice thing in regards to your marketing or in regards to your sales would probably be a best case scenario? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We, we actually use <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit of that whenever we do design work as okay. well. So when we create a logo, there's a lot that goes behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So if someone comes to me and they say that they need a logo, let's say for a grocery store, and... Um, they give me a basic idea of what they're looking for. 
in the behind the scenes aspect, me and my team will create anywhere between maybe 25 to 50 different iterations. We brainstorm, we sketch out, try different colors, different fonts. We create a, a menagerie almost of yeah. all of these different kinds and then select our best five to seven, maybe sometimes three to five and um, present those to the client. And they, and you know, sometimes there is the comment of, oh, well, you only made three, but no, we actually made many, many no, more. No, we have dozens more. <laughs> right. They didn't make the cut. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much, you We've have done to... the hard work of eliminating the nonsense. Sure. <laughs> You're not going to like any of these anyway, because we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, if only that were true. <laughs> uh, <right. laughs> no, I, I, I think something that, I think really needs to be conveyed when it comes to marketing, when it comes to business in general. And it's a great thing that Meg has brought up a couple of times and you've brought up as well is the research side of things. Yeah. You know, the amount of research that goes into marketing, you know, we spend out of our seven person team, 70% of our time collectively is spent on research. It's been on figuring out what the next thing that we're going to do, the newest trend, the next way to set yourself apart, the amount of research that you do. And it really comes back to the idea of when you are working, if you stop learning, mm -hmm. if you stop growing, if you think you know everything, your competition wins. Yep. You know, it's you have to have that continued education and coming out of college. When I first started, I was like, Oh man, I'm done with school. I'm good to go. I don't have to learn anything. I have a ride. But, but then I, I very quickly realized, Oh wow. I literally have started my education now. I'm back to square one, you know? And, and so reading consistently is such an amazing thing to do. Yeah. You know, the, the statistic of an American reads one book for the rest of their lives after they graduate from whatever schooling they're in. It's crazy. Um, but the top 50 business owners in the United States each read four a month. Right. I mean, that's not a statistical anomaly. That is actual, like, it means something. Mm -hmm. So continued education is something that I think is so important for every business owner across the board, yeah. but especially in marketing because it's so easy where in today's society, it's so easy to just do the safe thing or do the thing that you see everyone else doing when honestly to set yourself apart and make yourself special. You can't do that. You have to be doing something different. Yep. It's also that ties into the aspect of making sure that, um, we're staying up to date on all of the new trends and algorithm changes as well, because we've talked about, you know, we do social media management and logo design and even website design, but there's uh, aspects of search engine optimization, SEO that tie into that, because if we're not up to date on the, the trends that happen for websites, for Google tracking, Google analytics, anything like that, we could jump on one day and there be a drop in traffic for one of our, our clients. And that's, right. you know, that's not how it's supposed to be. We're supposed to help increase traffic and help increase their website's health. So in order to make sure that we are consistently doing our job, a lot of the work hours in the week go to research and making sure that we're reading valuable content, that we're applying new knowledge and new studies and new practices to the work that we do for our clients. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, um, you know, as, as a last bit of information when it comes to businesses, yeah, we, we live in such a technology-based world. We live in such a world where we're starting to spread out and spread out more and more. Um, the world keeps getting bigger. But 
I think honestly, the best way to set yourself apart in business is to focus on that relationship, on that core communication. You know, one of our, our tenants for our business is the idea that we focus on communication yep. and we sit down with people on a monthly basis. We sit down with all our clients face to face. They get to know who we are as people. And that's something that's so important um, is to do that. And so that's one of the reasons why we say, hey, we focus on this communication. We focus on the fact that we don't do any outsourcing or anything like that. We keep everything in house so that way people know, hey, when you do work, you're doing it with us. And that makes people feel so much more comfortable with relationships and building that community together and working as a business. And not only that, like, not not if, but when something mm-hmm. goes wrong. Sure. <laughs> no, it's not a matter of if. It's sure. just a matter of when. When something goes sideways, you're in a much better position to address whatever. The, maybe it was a mistake. Right. Maybe it was an oversight. Um, you know, maybe somebody just didn't have their expectations set properly. Mm-hmm. Not that that would ever happen. <laughs> but, you know, when, when you don't have that extra layer, it's like, look, this is just, uh, it's like what um, Harry Truman had as his, mo- I think it was his motto mm-hmm. on his desk, the buck stops here. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where it stops and this is where we're going to take responsibility for what's going on and try and fix it. Right. If only everything were fixable. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is fantastic stuff. I love, I yeah. love the nitty gritty, like, here's something you can do tomorrow. So, I mean, right right now it's Friday. We're recording this on a Friday. It's probably not going to be released for a while. But Mm -hmm. at the time of recording, like, I'm going to the farmer's market tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to take some pictures. (laughs) And I'm going to tag those people in it. Yeah. Like, here's what's going on on Somerville. Come show your support for all these amazing companies. Mm -hmm. I have one more thing. Yeah. That I just remembered. I'm not trying to monopolize the time here. Um, Something that I, we're, we're very heavy in networking. We do a lot of networking. And one of the things that you always talk about is referrals. You know, let's pass referrals between each other. Let's pass referrals. I think one of the major hiccups that people see in that is that after they find really good referral partners is they don't actually ask their community, their customers, what they're missing in their life. Mm -hmm. You know, I heard a long time ago, Alex Shee, I'm sure you've met Alex before. Um, he's a great guy in, uh, around town. And one of the things that he said is he wanted to become a, um, you know, the quality person to be able to give somebody anything that they need. You know, he wants to become an authority on life so that no matter what his customers need, there's somebody there that would be able to, through his network, there's right. somebody that would be right. able to get him where he needs Let to go. Let me introduce you to so-and-so. Exactly. And so I think that's something that a lot of people miss is the idea of going and talking to your clients and saying, hey, what is it in your life that you're missing? What is it that you need? And if you can ask that of every person you come across, sooner or later, someone's going to say, oh, man, well, the I've got some termites. Okay, well, hey, I know a pest guy mm-hmm. or my back is just so sore. I know a massage therapist so on and so forth. But if you never ask that question, if you never go out of your way to every time you sit down and talk to somebody, say, Hey, what is it that you're missing in your life? I think that's something that's very important that a lot of people don't do because you need to know. And if you don't ask, you'll never know that they might actually need some help. And there's somebody that you can provide them with as a resource. Right on. Mm -hmm. 
right on. This this is great stuff. I'm <laughs> loving I'm loving all of it from the nitty gritty to the more um, philosophical yeah <laughs> type stuff. But, but let's let's keep going and jump into what we call the final four. Sure. Okay. All right. So we got four questions. We'll just we'll just blitz right through them. Question one. Uh, when y'all pause from work, what do you like to do for fun? So, um, some people know this already, but as far as what I do for fun at the end of the day, so nine to five, you know, I work creative consulting. That is my focus. Um, but as soon as it hits five o'clock, I am an artist. I paint, I draw, I sketch. I have artwork displayed at Coastal Coffee Roasters. I'm also working on a series that'll be displayed at the Rustic Muffin whenever it opens. Um, Ooh, that's in the process. Rustic Muffin. Yeah, mm-hmm. you should look them up on Facebook. It's going to yeah. be pretty good. Um, and uh, I have an Instagram account and where I display my artwork as well on a website. Um, the Instagram account, if I mean, if you wanted me to, yeah, please, that's, uh, please. It's I am pickled tink. Because one day I, <laughs> yes, I uh, one day I switched the words around. I wanted to say tickled pink, but whenever I said it while I was typing it, I said it incorrectly and then backspaced and went with that instead. And I thought it was just so funny and quirky, and it kind of uh, it completed me in there that way. Go. So that's great. That's great. So, so you, do, you do art. Yes, I am. Is an there artist. a specific type of medium that you do? Well, I actually do a lot of a lot of. Sorry, a lot of watercolors and acrylics. So I do watercolor artworks of um, food and flowers and nature. And then I do acrylic uh, pop art portraits of people. So I have had people commission me to do portraits of their friends and family. Um, I've also had people do or commission me to do tattoo designs. I can replicate um, different styles, but my own style is particularly with nature and flowers and things like that i love vibrancy and bright colors so that's uh part of my my main focus with that so i just found you on instagram and this is beautiful (laughs) very nice thank you yeah this is this is really good stuff it's awesome what about you steven what do you do for fun um nothing as impressive as that um (laughs) i'm definitely a social person so other than reading uh continued education things like that I, I usually just like to enjoy my time with people, you know, no matter what we're doing, whether it be playing board games, whether it be just hanging out around the house, going to a movie, going outside nice. and being out and about just being with people is something that really, really makes me happy. Very good. And that's what I like to do. Yeah. Well, question number two is what are y'all most looking forward to in the next 12 months? What are you most excited about? Um, Personally, okay. professionally? <laughs> Well, let's see. In the next 12 months, personally, uh, we're planning a trip. Um, we're going to go see the Rockefeller Christmas tree. Ooh, nice. In December. So that's going to be exciting. That'll be my first big trip out of, well, the big trip. I've been to North Carolina. I've been to Florida. But anywhere further Wait. than one or two states yeah. away. Okay, you know, there we go. Big trip. So we're going to You've go. also been to Tennessee. Thank I've you. I've technically been to Tennessee. Yes. Stephen did surprise me with a trip to Tennessee this past year. <laughs> um, we went to see the balloon festival. Um, nice. Technically, if you want to be funny about it, it could have been kidnapping because I had was. no idea we were going. I thought, <laughs> I thought we were going to uh, his family's lake house and um, they told me to pack and that we were going to go out to dinner afterwards. So, you know, bring a change of clothes. And uh, you, you just know, kept driving. Kept driving. 
And we went. What we, are you doing? I was like, this is kind of a long drive. We're way past the lake house at this point. Where are you taking me? And they just laughed. They thought it was funny. I'm like, I can't figure out if I'm being kidnapped or not. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. Um, but we had a lot of fun with it. And, uh, so I guess technically that was like a, a medium sized trip. Mm -hmm. I have to give credit where credit's due, but, um, we were going to go to New York. So that's going to be exciting. Um, business wise, we are working on getting an office space for creative consulting. Um, moving in on my birthday, October 1st. Nice. Yeah. So excited about that. And, uh, it's, it's going to be great. It's over, um, over in Somerville. So that's going to be a really great location for us. And, you know, being able to be somewhat walking distance from Coastal Coffee Roasters is good for me because slightly addicted to them. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I hear you. It's I practically excellent. live there. They're my, my office away from the office. Mm -hmm. What about you, Steve? Anything to add uh, most looking forward to in the next year? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm very much a planner. You know, I'm the type of person that focuses on on goals and things like that. The office was a big one. One of the other ones is that we are going to be uh, switching from a sole proprietorship to an LLC. So excited All for that transition. All sorts of behind transition. the scenes changes oh, going yes. on. Oh, yes. Um, well, I'm excited for the most for that transition because that means that we will be at a place where I won't have to deal with the accounting and bookkeeping anymore. Uh, <laughs> so that will be a fun thing to reach. Um, as far as personally goes, I, I am excited for the New York trip. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. But more than anything, in the next 12 months, we're actually in the process of working with a couple of the um, personal trainers around here. I'm excited to get back in shape. When Good I, for you. Yeah. Because uh, owning really a exciting. business has gotten me out of shape, and I'm working to get back in shape, working with AJ at a, with a nine round in Hell Camp and all that fun stuff. Good for you. Yeah. Good so for it's you. It's a lot of fun. So question three, the final four. Mm -hmm. How can listeners connect with y'all? How can they find you? Um, okay, so the most obvious, I would suppose, would be our social media. Okay. Um, I am our primary social media manager for our accounts, as well as for Steven's personal Facebook. Um, Steven doesn't have his own Facebook. It's me. So if anyone reaches <laughs> out to Steven via Facebook, I'm the one that answers. And, you know, of course I tell them, but it's always so funny because people will tag him in pictures and try to communicate with him. <laughs> and, and I'm like, this is not him, but well, how can I It's because I'm doing him? the bookkeeping. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> going to all the sales meetings. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll, put, we'll put direct links to Facebook, Instagram, y'all's website. We'll put course. everything in the sure. show notes. People just click on them. That's, that's mm -hmm. excellent. And you can always reach us at my phone, which is uh, 843-469-0216. Awesome. We also have customized forms on our website. Okay. So if someone were to actually schedule a meeting with me directly through our website, they can do that as well. Nice. Um, it connects to my Google calendar and it shows them, you know, when I'm, I'm able to sit Ding, down. Puts it right on there. Correct. Mm -hmm. So that's able. And Very uh, good. Yeah. So the website and social media, that's our, our prom prominent area. Those are to go to. Excellent. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, question number four, final four question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's a parting piece of advice that you can share with the listeners? Um, let's see. For me, it would be that uh, recently I found uh, a true passion with working with locals. Mm -hmm. I, I have loved and loved very dearly my local business owners. 
and even people that I purchase from that, you know, for personal, like for instance, I don't have to get sausage from Russell, like we were talking about him earlier, but I love his personality and I love his products and I make a point to go out there and Mm -hmm. see him, you know? So supporting local businesses, I think is the best way that we can work together and grow our community. Our, uh, our Facebook page, we've recently been doing campaigns for hashtag locals love locals. And uh, anytime that I'm with a business owner, you know, I try to tag them in a Facebook post, take a picture with them, show that we're active Excellent. in our community. Excellent. Uh, for a while, we were even doing short little blurbs about the different businesses. So there's a lot on there. Um, you're more than welcome to go, go look at it, too. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Stephen, last piece, last piece of wisdom. You know, it, and, and I thought long and hard about this question. Okay, and well, it, no pressure. <laughs> We're going to decide whether this is wisdom or just advice. Sure. Well, I, <laughs> I, I hope it's taken as wisdom, but it, it really comes down to this. You know, you want to succeed. You want to reach that next level of your business. You want to do things. One, you have to just get up and do it. But number two, it's the idea of respecting the people around you. Mm. You give some respect to the people around you. You focus on them. You focus on growing them and helping them succeed, the people around you are going to lift you up. Yeah. You know, they're, they're going to be there for you. You're not going at it alone. So helping everyone around you, respecting everyone. I really feel like that is what it takes to be successful. And, you know, creative consulting couldn't be where it was today without the help and respect of everyone in Somerville and in the networking and all around town that has just driven us to this point of success and we've really been so happy and blessed with all of those things that's Mm -hmm. awesome awesome well megan and Stephen, thank you all so much for thanks for the conversation thanks for sharing this with us today yeah um i know that y'all are doing great things that your your clients are also doing great i mean i don't even know who all your clients are (laughs) but i can only imagine just from our conversations that they are having a more defined impact in somerville than otherwise because mm-hmm. of their relationship with you. That's oh. excellent. And well, thank you very much. And thank you for having us on here. It's been yes, a real pleasure. You. We've uh, loved being a part of it. Well, listeners, you've been, you've been listening this week to Creative Consulting Nexus. Stephen and Megan, founders, operators, chief accountant, chief <laughs> watercolorist. <laughs> you know, if, if, you are, if you are looking for help with marketing, you don't have to go very far. We have great people right here in town. Mm-hmm. Find them on Facebook, show support, and don't forget to tag businesses when you're out and about. Tag them. Mm-hmm. To, just so whatever that business, whether it's you're at the farmer's market, shopping on Short Central, Little Main, show your support of local businesses. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. We would not be here without you. Um, I, if, if you can, subscri- uh, subscribe to the show online. We're everywhere you listen to podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, wherever you can find po- podcasts, we We'll be there. And if we're not, let me know so I can work on getting us there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your support. This is the Somerville Advice Givers Podcast, where we connect you with the advice you need for when life happens. I'm your host, Yaden Smith. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week.